We asked ChatGPT to personify watches, and the results are hilarious and very interesting. We then also asked them who would win in a fight between the three models that we put together. With me today, I have Kevin, a.k.a. Chrono Kev. Yeah, what's going on, Chrono Kev? Chrono Kev, this guy is going to help us get through this uh, video today. I want to talk about some of the stuff that we did here. Like, so obviously ChatGPT just released ChatGPT 4, which is supposed to be even better than the three that was out. Um, we were having some fun with it, you know, creating some content. And one of the thoughts that we had was like, what if these watches were like humans? You know, <laughs> what do they like to do? What do they eat? What do they do for a living? And which one of them would win in a fight? Mm-hmm. Um, so we asked them a bunch of questions now. ChatGPT originally gave us a hard time. They're like, oh, you know, we can't personify inanimate objects. You know, there's no, no guideline to how we would do this. So then we kept digging, we kept digging. And finally it started to like ease up and give us some really interesting answers. We put them together. Um, everything that it was originally saying was that, you know, it's all subjective and it all depends and blah, blah, blah. But after much negotiation with ChatGPT, we were able to get the answers that we were looking for mostly. I wanted to jump into it. First of all, have you ever had any experience working with ChatGPT? Have you messed around with it? No, I've never messed with it. I've seen it around, but I just know that like, when I saw this one, I was super interested. I was like, I have to see like what it, what I am. It's cool. Now you're gonna have to forgive me. I am gonna have to read some of the stuff off the screen. because no, it's obvious, it's a lot yeah, of details. Yeah, I can't remember everything that we, we yeah. did in there. The first model that we wanted to personify was the Audemars Piguet Royal Oak. Um, Before I get into what it told me, who is the Royal Oak as a person to you? (laughs) Myself. You are the Royal Oak. I read it and I was instantly like, that's me. Yeah, because it was, I think it was saying something about like entrepreneur Mm -hmm. in fashion. And I immediately knew. I was able to match people I knew in other categories though. Super cool article. Yeah. So I kind of think like when I think of an Audemars Piguet Royal Oak. Typically, I think of an executive. I think of a business yeah. person. Um, I do think somebody younger, maybe 25 to 45. I, yeah, um, I Obviously, you have to be doing relatively well in order to, to yeah, afford one of these watches. But let's get into some of the details that he gave us. So as far as profession, the professional of a Audemars Piguet Royal Oak as a person is a successful entrepreneur in the fashion industry. Um, Give me an example. Who's a successful entrepreneur in the, I mean, we have Ronnie Feig, Feig, Ronnie Feig, Kith. Um, he's one of my I mean, idols. I love that, the guy. He's one of the top yeah. ones. Uh, Pharrell Williams yeah, is Pharrell. a huge one. Uh, rest in peace, Virgil. Virgil. Virgil was the master of it. Virgil was the paddock. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's hard because I was reading yeah. it and it's like there were certain touches. But I think if you're somebody that likes to create, you're going to fall into that category. And then if you have a love for fashion, it's kind of like a guarantee. So I'd say Pharrell. I'd say rest in peace, Virgil, for sure. Um, I mean, the, the guys that come to mind for me are like Mark Jacobs, maybe Tom Ford. Like I see Tom yeah. Ford as an Audemars Piguet Tom guy. Tom Ford for sure. Um, um, I think he fits that. Yeah, because you have to be polished to a certain extent. Yeah, you can't absolutely. just be like one of those free-flowing, like super artsy guys and rock a, a Royal Oak. It's such a good topic. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's hard just because it, it defined it as the fashion side also. Think about so music. it's not just entrepreneur. Yeah, so it would be somebody that actually creates their own. How about um, like just the music industry? 
music industry. I would say you know, Chris Brown. Yeah, Scooter Braun. Scooter Jay-Z. Braun yeah. is a good. That's a really good one. Jay Z. I think he's he's too high up there. Yeah, right? he's too high up. It yeah. would definitely be the more creatives, the guys that take risks, yeah. the guys that are out there, which fall into the category of the dudes that you never know what you're going to get. Probably Bad Bunny, believe it or not, too. Yeah, good point. Because the fashion, they're they're, they're considering yeah, him like an it. icon in that. So see, like some of these guys that are like super like trendy, I. I feel like the the Royal Oak is too boring for them. You yeah, know what they, I mean? Like they, they need something more out there, something more yeah. interesting. So the hobbies of the Audemars Piguet Royal Oak as a person are playing golf, attending fashion shows, collecting vintage cars. This sounds like it's on point. It, it, it kind of does. Now some of my people, I'm like, ah, because the, you know, the fashion shows for sure. Um, but the golf, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying mean, to we, picture we play bunny office. playing golf. Maybe, yeah, I mean, guess. Huh? No. Interesting. Pet peeves of the Royal Oak are tardiness, disorganization, and incompetence. You know? Yeah. Sounds that sounds again legit. Valid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I can agree with that. I can see Chris Brown busting into a, a meeting super late, not caring. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be the pet peeve of everybody else. You know, yeah. um, personality traits. So the Royal Oak is obsessively detail oriented, fiercely independent, and always impeccably dressed. Mm. Who stands out? I mean, some of the people we've named, I kind of feel they, like, again, to me, Tom Ford comes to mind because he's always impeccably dressed. For sure. Has to be detail-oriented. I mean, he was Gucci's head of design for for years. Um, Independent, yeah, he created Gucci as, you know, based on his designs. His design. You know, he didn't want to do what Gucci asked him to do. He was like, no, I'm going to do it my way. It would have um, definitely been, yeah, Tom Ford for sure. It would have definitely been Virgil. That's crazy. Yeah. He owned that. That was like his lane. Yeah. Uh, favorite food, lobster risotto with a side of truffle fries. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, you like what you like. That's that sounds, what yeah, sounds really good. I, again, I'm I'm trying to picture this as I'm reading this. A, a guy sitting at a restaurant, dressed to the nines, eating, you know, lobster right. risotto. Um, and I love truffle fries. So maybe maybe I need a, uh, a Royal Oak. Um, it's funny. I was actually yesterday going to purchase a an offshore, not you the should. Royal Oak, but I was going to purchase the offshore. You should. <laughs> and I was talked out of it. Why? Um, I, well, listen, let me say why. I, I kind of got hurt on that because I love an offshore. It's one of my favorite watches. Yeah, the taupe is my favorite. Um, but I was told to hold off because they supposedly have issues you know mm. they, they spend time in service yeah um i don't know how true this is and this wasn't from anybody in here you know i was talking to a friend of mine who's also in a business and he's like oh you know i love the watch but right. you know everyone that i've had has gone through service no, the know? one I'm that like, i'm talking about the guy had the ticket to service too well, that, issue, yeah, I, don't, I don't know it was something internal but yeah that actually now i'm worried i'm like hold on <laughs> yeah because this did go to service that's crazy yeah you said that's that. not yeah. not a good thing no uh, fashion sense of the Royal Oak is impeccably dressed in the latest designer fashions, always wearing tailored suits with a pop of color and stylish accessories, such as cufflinks or a statement watch. They also have an affinity for avant-garde and edgy fashion, which they sometimes incorporate into their looks. I feel like a lot of the fashion industry fits this criteria. Yeah. You I know. mean, DJ Khaled. I no. comes to mind like with the with the absolutely not only because no when you said like that always like you know dressed up with a crazy watch he's been doing the cheetah print yeah. he's had the cheetah on he's always got like a rainbow he's got a chandelier you know what DJ Khaled at the Oscars or Grammys because yeah. he was rocking Super whichever proper. one it was he was rocking like a, a, a tight suit like yeah. it looked really nice 
Um, I could see him with that, but on a daily basis, yeah, daily, you, no, you see Kaladin like you know basketball shorts, shorts and, and sneaks. Um, guilty pleasure of the Royal Oak is collecting rare and expensive luxury items, including watches, jewelry, cars, and art. Mm. They enjoy the thrill and the hunt, or the thrill of the hunt and the satisfaction of owning something that few others can have. They also indulge in lavish indulgences such as spa treatments, private jets, and luxury vacations. Hold on, hold on. <coughs> That's DJ Khaled. You read that back and I'll tell that's, you why. That's Ready? true. The spa, spa treatment. Spa treatment, you just said. Yeah. What was another one? Uh, private jets. Private jets. He never flew until, what, recently? He, it was his biggest fear. Now Actually, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, to, you know, went over that one. David Grutman. Oh. David Grutman is yeah. that. Collecting rare and expensive luxury items. Mm -hmm. So he's a big collector of art. Yeah, you know, he, he, has some, yeah. he has some serious cars, including a couple of vintage ones that he restored that are just amazing. Mm. Um, the spa treatments, the private jets, and the luxury vacations, that's him all the fucking way. Yeah, that is. That is. Uh, yeah, plus I'm a fan of Grumman. Let's go to our next watch. Okay. Now, this one might actually be more, you know, again, without reading any of this, I would think that this is the Khaled, but <laughs> we'll see. Actually, just looking at this, this is definitely not the Khaled. What's a person, if... The Patek Philippe Nautilus was a person. What would it look like? What would it do? Me personally, when I see a Nautilus, and I don't know why, I think of Jay-Z automatically. I don't know why, okay. because realistically, he always so is a successful in, mogul. Yeah, I see like successful mogul, somebody of a high standard, somebody of a, uh, I don't know, somebody well-connected, somebody with like resources, no. businessman, entrepreneur. I don't know why, because Jay like wears everything. Jay's yeah. just in rarity. So I don't want to say like, yeah. he don't really stand out as, oh, Nautilus. But I just feel like when you see him, he's like in his focused executive mode. Like, you know. In my mind, and again, I don't know, maybe this is just because I read the article, uh, you know, yeah. and, and I did the research for this. Um, in my mind, it's always been like an executive, like a, a professional, yeah. like a, a banker, um, a CEO, CFO, CMO, one of those positions, because I feel it's more like a, it's more of a, uh, a, a, a professional watch, like yeah. something that you could walk into a meeting with and people recognize that you have a stature, you, you know, you, you know, you know, yeah. Um, so what celebrity would you say then? Celebrity. Cause I just threw Jay out there. That's probably not the best example because he's got everything. So it's like, yeah, he could be, but he's got everything. Chamath. And I can't pronounce his last name. I know. Um, yeah, I can't say. That's it. who I would say because he's very successful. He's a shark when it comes to finance. Yeah. He's still young. He's still hip. Yeah, I think that's who comes to mind with this. That's a good one. Let's go into some of the details. So what does the Patek Philippe Nautilus do for a living? It is a wealthy banker with a passion for philanthropy. Mm -hmm. So this is a guy that makes a lot of money and donates a lot of money. Okay. Still not really clearing that up for me. Yeah, that's like Bill Gates. Bill Gates. <laughs> Bill Gates. You know, Bill Gates. That's what he's good, known for. Good example. So for Warren example, Buffett. Yeah. Elon Musk, maybe. Elon, maybe. I just feel like Elon Musk is so like his own he's creature. Weird. It's like I ain't wearing nothing today. Yeah, he's weird. Like he don't care. Yeah. But I know he does have a giving heart and. The hobbies is where it throws it off for me. Hobbies are sailing, skiing, and attending charity Oof, galas. Gosh, that makes it tough. Now I'm like completely thrown off with that. I feel like you were right, though. It's just somebody of a high standard of, like, CEO, because that would just be normal yeah, I family feel like, activities. Yeah. yeah, they would be sailing and skiing. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, One I of can. my top clients is a CEO of a company of tech engineer, and he's that family guy, and his number one watch is a Nautilus, and he does family trips and resorts, so it, it makes sense. Makes sense. Pet peeves. Inauthenticity. 
laziness and superficiality. So this is a hustling wow. executive. He yeah. hates people that are lazy. He hates people that are fake. Mm. And he hates people that are not real. Makes Call sense again. Fake and not real. Same no, thing. that makes sense because <laughs> this guy I'm referring to, that's, all right, it's getting a little weird. He actually is like that. He's like, dude, like cut out the BS. I want the price. I want what it is. I don't want no roundabout. Is it new? Is it used? Is it literally unworn? If not, I don't want you to keep saying it's new. Like be specific. Okay. He's just a straight shooter right to the point. I like it. It's lining up. Personal, personality traits. Stoic, sto, stoic, 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 stoic and reserved, yet deeply empathetic and driven by a sense of purpose. I could see yeah. it. It Again, it comes more as a reserved, you know, yeah, that would make sense. executive hustler, but not somebody that's like grinding on a street. Right, right, thing, right, right. You know? Favorite food is a perfectly cooked filet mignon. Like, I, I knew this. That's this, dead on. That's for sure, 100%. Accompanied by a glass of fine red wine. Wine, yep. This is it. The fashion says, fashion sense, understated and classic, with a preference for timeless pieces and tailored suits in a neutral color such as navy, gray, and black. They believe that true style is about quality over quantity, and they invest in high-end pieces that will stand the test of time. I <laughs> totally on. and completely agree with this. This is good. This is actually scary good because yeah. I'm just thinking of one client. I know I said that prior, but it's like, this is literally him. Besides the fact that he's a little bit on the private side, like he's very like sheltered. He don't want to be out there, like but everything else. Too. Yeah, that person definitely would be like. Yeah. So I, I find myself like, you know, agreeing with a lot of this because I kind of see that in myself. You know, mm -hmm. like I recently went from, you know, wearing hype stuff to just going with quality. You know, so again, yeah. for work, not the same work. I'm, I'm Lululemon usually all, all the way. That's good. Listen, but be comfortable as far work. as like everyday life, you know, going out and spending time when I'm on vacation, I realized recently that I don't want to buy the, I don't know, I guess the, the off white stuff, you yeah. know, the, the, what else did I use? I used to buy a lot of Kith. I mean, Essentials although Kith, Kith, yeah, Kith is really good quality, I like Kith. but I just went the, the entire, the, the lifelong route. Yeah. I went, I want to buy Louis, you know, Gucci. That's the good I want to buy the brands that are going to last forever, that they're not in one year and out the other. Um, so I kind of, I, I find myself like, you know, yeah, it's like a maturity behind it. I actually remember my wife telling me that she's like, listen, like, all the hypey stuff, the cool stuff, it, it, she's like, it's sharp. But she's like, I kind of like the straight colors, yeah. like grays, blacks, whites. Like yeah. the, the what, what do you call them? The more like, I guess, neutral, neutral, neutral colors. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's true. I mean, it's more mature. I, I completely agree. Guilty pleasure of the Patek Philippe Nautilus is enjoying comfort food and drinks, including hearty meals, craft beers, and fine wines. Dead they on. appreciate the simplicity <laughs> and nostalgia of comfort foods and enjoy, enjoy indulging in them from time to time. They also enjoy relaxing and watching classic movies and TV shows. This is getting scary. This is this, this is, is good. on point. This is on point. Chat GPT they is They are on king. fire. Go read the article. This is insane. Wow. I like it. Last one that we have is the Vacheron Constantine Overseas. Mm, this is going to be interesting. This is a tough one to personify. If I was to ask, you know, to answer this question, like what, is a, what does an overseas look like as a person? I can't picture this. It's hard. I mean, it would be that guy that's in the middle of the two with the Nautilus, and it would be in the middle of something. It's that guy that's pursuing to get the Nautilus level, but he's not quite there yet. You think he's pursuing it also on a financial level, like he's not making enough money. Exactly. I would say he's somebody that's in the entrepreneur phase working towards that high success rate, but it doesn't look like he's quite there yet, but he is seeing some success. I also think it could potentially be the guy that's, you know, very successful, mm -hmm. but doesn't like to show off and prefers quality like and mm -hmm. he, he believes in the brand of Vacheron and he loves the brand he specifically yeah. you know loves the finer things in life and also the 
the quality behind the watches. So it's not just going for the, the Nautilus just because it's hype and everybody would know. It's like, it, if you know, you know type right, stuff. Right. I feel like the overseas probably fits more yeah. in there. That, it's like that hidden label. Like, you don't know what it is. Yeah. It's something expensive. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. So the profession of a Vacheron Constantine overseas is adventure and travel writer. Travel writer. I could see that. Travel writer for sure. It's just so hard because that watch, I noticed it's like, there's like a community of people that really like the watch. It's a high value watch. It's yeah. super good. It's super nice. But at the same time, it's like usually somebody that's in a Vacheron is pursuing a journey to go to the next level. They usually jump it into a It could be a, a transient or, like watch. Like it yeah. gets you from point A to point mm -hmm. C. Yeah. That's the B. Um, I can see, you know, a journalist, you know, if we're going with travel writers, uh, a wine critic, maybe, yeah. you know, like one of those jobs. Law the, firm. Law firm, yeah, lawyers, they're, they're big on this. Hobbies, hiking, exploring new cultures, and documenting their travels through writing and photography. This is a tough one because yeah, you kind of feel like, okay, if this is what you do for a living. You might not make enough to afford an overseas. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like the I description mean, on that. That might be the only one where I'm like, eh. What does the average stainless overseas go for? 25? It depends. Yeah, they range. I mean, I sold one a while ago for 27, 26. I mean, it depends. It, it really okay. depends on year, make, model, condition. But yeah, they're, they're up there. It's like, not like, an everyday watch. It's not your first watch or entry level, but. Yeah, I like the disclaimer. <laughs> year, make, model. Yeah, because people, like, when they, when they reach out, that's what they say. They're yeah. like, hey, what does it range? And I'm like, listen, like, yeah. it depends. How do you dependent. want it? Like, <laughs> the personality traits free-spirited creative and always on the lookout for new adventures um i could see this person climbing mountains that's what um, i just thought of Mountain hiking climbing. yeah doing some stuff that's like you know fishing. bucket list type stuff fishing maybe ski yeah ski it said skiing right did it say skiing or no was that the other one no skiing on here hiking exploring new cultures okay taking like wild trips i have two vast doing like customers safari in africa you know things like that Favorite food, fresh ceviche with a side of plantain chips enjoyed on a beach overlooking the ocean. Yo, I want to eat fresh ceviche. That sounds amazing, but I, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know about this one. I'm going to be honest. This is a tough one. I'm it really a is. a little pushback on this one. This one's hard because Vacheron is, it's like, I know I'm in the field with it. Like there's certain people who ask for this watch and there's reasons behind it, but it is the quality. It is like the uniqueness of it. It is the fact that it, they have one of the best dials in the industry, yeah. but it's, it, it's one of those things where everybody I've met that has a Vacheron. I could think of two clients off my head. They're very laid back. What are they They're do very chill. They like to just grill. The one is, a, he does law and the okay. other one does um, accounting. So okay, it's like so they're, they're in that industry of professionalism, yeah. but back home, they're very chill. They like to smoke their cigar, cook on the grill. I don't see them as adventurous people. So it's messing with my head a little, but Hey, listen, you think they're eating ceviche? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no. Well, maybe say, let's see if the fashion sense. Let's see the fashion. Fits. I'll tell you right now with the fashion. Relaxed and comfortable with the preference for neutral fibers and comfortable functional clothing that allows them to move freely and explore the world. They often wear casual clothing in earthy tones. I mean, this kind That's of. That's what you said. You know, this kind of sounds more like a tree hugger type thing. Like a very, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. free spirit. <laughs> free spirit. Oh, wait a minute. I'm just Khakis, linen shirts, comfortable sneakers or boots. When they do dress up, they opt for simple, elegant pieces. Yeah, I mean, the first part was dead on. Because but the lawyer has to be wearing suits on a daily basis. At work, but I, yeah. maybe because I'm seeing him off of work, he's, he was the beginning description, like laid back, okay. very simply dressed, just like sweatshirt, chill, real comfortable. It's like that status where you know somebody has money, but they're not screaming, I have okay. money. You just, you know, you know. That's what the watch says, yeah, too. You know. The watch says, the watch I have money. 
you know, but I'm not looking to show it off with something else. And if you don't know what this watch yeah. is, you don't know that I got money. Correct. That's another thing. The guilty pleasure of the Vacheron Constantine overseas is social media and digital content consumption, including spending hours scrolling through Instagram, TikTok, and other social platforms. <laughs> they appreciate the beauty and creativity of digital content and enjoy following influencers and creators who inspire them. They also indulge in online shopping and ordering food delivery. I mean, we all indulge in online shopping yeah. and ordering food delivery. I mean, no, it's funny because... <laughs> <clears throat> Me and Marco were just recently at a client's home who actually was a Vacheron owner, mm -hmm. and he was showing us everything he bought online, on online <laughs> groups. So that's kind of creepy that you said that. And he was very big on, like, you know, keeping up with, like, what we have posted, listed, looking to trade his stuff in. So Might be right, bro. It, it's weird, man. This is, this is I think ChatGPT can read our minds. That's kind of scary. So the last question that we had for ChatGPT, and I think something that, you know, anybody mm -hmm. or everybody would like to know is which one of these watches would win in a fist fight? You know, so if they were people and they were to fight, um, if we imagine them as personified <laughs> characters with physical bodies, ChatGPT told us it would be impossible to determine who would win in a fist fight. It would depend on various factors such as character strength, fighting skills, strategy, and other attributes. Yeah. Um, and it also told us that violence is not a productive or desirable way to resolve conflict. <laughs> Thank you, ChatGPT. <laughs> we appreciate you. that. You can't say that Ooh. to like boxers, for example. We did push a little bit further, and we wanted a more concrete answer. It did. It conceded that one of the watches might be tougher and more robust than the others, um, but it was adamant on the fact that robustness and durability does not necessarily tra translate into physical strength, fighting skills, or strategy Jeez, in human-like characters. Detailed. My goodness. So, and it look. It's right. Um, it is. Which watch of the three watches that we, we said would be considered the more, most durable? Um, I feel like if we're thinking deep, this is going to be a little deep. But I like, again, the Royal Oak stands out to me yeah. because it's the independency. Yeah. I know you mentioned that. It's this CEO dude who probably had to go through so much trouble and trial and perseverance to push through. You know the dude's not going to quit if he's getting jumped in a brawl. I know I'm, I'm like overthinking it, but yeah. these are the personality traits. This is a winner. This is a dude that doesn't like to lose. This yeah. is a, a guy that doesn't want to fail. Um, I can see it being a gambler. Yeah, yeah, probably. Risk taker. Risk taker, taking risks. Okay, okay to fail. Like, you think you know, he'd be the first one to throw a punch? No. No. I think, I think, the, I think the, 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 person, the Nautilus would be the, the first Nautilus one to throw up. For on. sure. The Nautilus would The definitely. overseas, I feel like, would try to talk the two out of the it. The overseas would be like, chill, guys. Let's yeah. all hang together. Let's go for let's a hike. Beer. <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah let's, let's drink a craft the beer. The Nautilus would start the fight because the Nautilus would, yeah. Yeah, the like Nautilus is more like, you know. This is so interesting. Showy. <laughs> Um, ChatGPT did tell us that stereotyping people based on the brands they prefer is not fair or accurate, mm. and it's important to celebrate the diversity of individuals rather than making assumptions based on external factors. <laughs> Thank you, ChatGPT, for you, uh, awesome. you know really so clearing this up for us. Um, it's nice to see that we can kind of get a, um, I guess, some detail. Now, I don't know if. AI will ever be able to like really fully answer this. But okay, we agree on the fact that the Royal Oak is the most durable. We agree on the fact that the Nautilus would throw the first For punch. For sure. <laughs> Who would win? Patek, Nautilus, and Royal Oak? I don't know. That's hard because, uh, 
I'm just imagining taking the two watches and banging yeah, them together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And saying, <laughs> no, they're both very unique, but I, I, it's just, I don't know. When I think of like strength and and like somebody that's at the top of the game and known and just, they, they change the whole watch industry. I'm just thinking of that person that goes back, it goes back to Royal Oak. I mean, they have had the same design. They have been so successful. They haven't had to change much. They're durable watches. I mean. I'm going to throw two curveballs in there. Uh-huh. One, if you throw a Submariner in there, it's taking the fucking game. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's game beating over. everybody game up. Game over, Submariner. <laughs> Two, can knock that thing off of. Patek's slogan is, you know, you never actually own a Patek. Exactly. You know, you're holding it for the next generation, which means it's probably strong enough to survive for the next generation. Yeah. That might make it more difficult to, to overcome. That would have made it really tough because they're like long-term investment yeah. piece, pass it on, hold value, keep working forever. Plus the Nautilus can hire guys to take care of the Royal Oak. Mm. <laughs> yeah, this is crazy. See, this is crazy. You know why people are going to love this article? Because people love matching themselves to something. It's yeah. like, oh, the horoscope. Oh, that is yes, me. That's true. Like, you know how people love that. So this is a crazy article. If you were a watch, take these three out of the picture. Mm-hmm. You were personified as a watch. Which one would you be? Ooh, a GMT. A GMT. Yeah, that's why I love the Pepsi so much. Everybody knows that. The reason why is because it's like dual time. I have two different personalities in, in one sense. Like, I'm that nice guy. Roman always says it. I'm the nicest dude you'll meet. Super energetic. But then I have a side where it's like... If I'm around you too much, I'm annoyed by you. Or if you start with me, I'm like on defense mode. You know, you know how it is. Let, yeah. let somebody charge after your son. Oh, Avi's nice. Yeah, yeah, until they're at your son. Now you're gonna. I'm show, not nice. You're gonna show them a different side. Well, I'm just yeah. giving an example. Like we have that that split, separate personality. You know, I don't like to give it a. a yeah. Name, but you, you know. People think you're one way because that's the majority of the time how you are. But there's always that other side. Plus, you have a, a personality that you show the world. And then mm-hmm. you have, you know, your real personality. But even, I feel like everybody has that. Even going deeper with a GMT, right? You have the, bat, you have the Batman. I have the Pepsi. It's Jubilee bracelet or Oyster. Yeah. There it is again. Yeah. I just like, yeah, they're durable. They're trying to think if I like. So to me, the Daytona like, stands in my mind just because I feel like the D- Daytona is... It's sleek, it's durable, mm. it's everlasting, iconic. it's iconic. Like, I don't know why I just, I, I connect to that. It's actually a really good one. Although I don't like, not that I don't like, I love the Daytonas. Mm. I don't like that they don't have a date because that's the only function in a watch that I actually use regularly more than the time. Yeah, Rolex, add a date to the Daytona, just shock everybody. You know, I think that'd be sick. That would be, but it they'll would never be do it. But I don't know, because those are the models where they're afraid to play with things because it's so perfect, yeah. you don't have to do much. Try and think of anything outside the box. Mm, if you're somebody that's out there, like a little Uzi Vert, you would be like MBNF because yeah. you're just crazy. You throw colors, yeah. you try new things. I, I'm thinking deep now because there's so many brands that you could envision someone. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna throw one at you and you name a person just for shits okay. and giggles. Yeah, Let's fun. see if we could do this. Let's do it. Um, let me think for a second. No, God, this is cool. I'm going to go with a Cartier Santos. Oh God. You didn't what start type easy. Of, what type of person is that? Oh, my God. That is hard. Um, I would say a teacher. A teacher? A, 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 man, a, man, a guy teacher. Yeah, because... Better, be, better have a side gig because well, you're not making enough money. I'm thinking Santos. I'm not thinking like skeletonized. I'm thinking like yeah. your seven to nine grand piece. Okay. A teacher. I mean, some teachers make okay. money, I guess. Yeah, a teacher. Guy teacher. Yeah, I guess, you're right. I could see that. Yeah. Subtle. College or high school? No, college. Teacher. College. Yeah, okay. Yeah, college. Like a professor. So a professor. Professor. Okay. There we go. Professor is better than a teacher. Yeah, teacher, I'm thinking teacher. like teacher, middle no. school, high school. No, a teacher would have an old school uh, day job. Yeah. 36 million. <laughs> Definitely. Professor is a good, good professor for sure. call for that. I'm thinking of like a lower end executive, not executive, but like a financial analyst, a there guy that recently graduated college and now he's working for like JP Morgan. He's working 80 hours a week. Mm-hmm. They're paying him garbage. 
and he's got a, a Santos yeah. on. Kevin, thank you very much for taking the time. Um, guys, girls, if you're watching this, if you're listening to this, make sure to show us some love. Comment, subscribe, like the video, share it with all your friends. Write a review on a podcast if you're listening to this. Let us know what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong, what you want to see more of, and we'll keep doing this as much as possible. Thank you. Again, guys. thank you very much. Have, Have a great day. Have so Talk much. to you later. See you.